Hi, thanks for tuning in to Fairy Tale Science, where we explore the physics in children's stories and take a look at the friction in fiction. I'm Kevin, your host and primary researcher. Joining me is our storyteller and our co-host, Kay. Hi there. We love reading to our kids, but a lot of these stories are scientifically dubious at best. So follow along as we break down our childhood misconceptions about the world around us and have a fun look at what would happen if these stories took place in our universe. Hey, Diddle Diddle, we're back with another story. This time we're looking at the cow that jumped over the moon. It's a classic nonsensical fairy tale about a cool cat musician, a cow astronaut, a giggly dog, and disappearing dishware. Kevin, every single part of this poem seems wildly implausible. So where are you going with this? I like this one for the bovine aerodynamics. So you're not worried about the dish and the spoon? Well, I'm not even going to get started on that one. I, My guess on that, some kid took him out for a picnic, left him in a field somewhere, and when his mom starts asking, hey, where'd the dishes go? He was like, oh, I don't know. They ran away. Okay, so getting the cow to the moon. We know it's not an easy feat, but what makes it so challenging for our milky friend? Well, for this one, we're looking at escape velocity. Because the cow's jumping and not being propelled by rockets, it needs to generate all of its force the instant it leaves the ground. In order to leave the Earth's gravity, you'd need to reach about 11 kilometers per second. That's Mach 33, or 33 times the speed of sound. Mach 33? How fast is that? It's real fast. Is that how fast the Saturn rocket traveled? The Saturn V? Yes. That that was a little bit different. So the Saturn V didn't have to travel Mach 33 to escape Earth's gravity because it was a rocket and it had a bunch of fuel that it could continuously burn to propel itself upwards. Specifically, it burned 2.1 million kilograms of fuel. So that means it really only needed to travel at a measly 2.8 kilometers per second, or Mach 8. But it had to do that for a really long time, much longer than the cow's initial tenth of a second acceleration when it jumps. Okay, then how much energy would it take to make that jump? Figuring the cow weighs about a ton, it would take about 653 gigajoules. Or, if you were to convert that to electrical energy, enough energy to toast a little over 8 trillion (laughs) Pop-Tarts. 8 trillion Pop-Tarts, okay. Is that the official unit of measurement for NASA? NASA? No, I don't think they use Pop-Tarts toasted. Uh, But it is the official unit of measurement for fairy tale science. If you prefer, the average Canadian household uses about 90 gigajoules of electricity per month. So that's enough power to run your home for seven months. Whoa, talk about getting off the grid. Well, and then there's that. So there would be no grid to take yourself off of. While this isn't technically an impact or an explosion, the cow needs to push down on the earth around it to jump. Newton's third law says that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So the ground is also pushing up on the cow, and that athletic feat would be the same as about 155 tons of TNT going off in the farmer's field. It's no atomic bomb, but all of the neighbors within about a one kilometer radius would be downright peeved when they came back from vacation to find their homes had been demolished. Oh my goodness. Uh, So what happens to our cow? What cow? Assuming it could muster the strength to make the jump, which we're doing, Its shins would launch through its body, and its brain would liquefy inside its skull. It would literally pulverize itself, 
just trying to leave the ground. And then it would become incinerated in the explosion as the ground fights back. Oh, okay, so then how close would our cow make it to its lunar destination? Uh, in, in one piece? Not far. Okay, Kevin, you've inspired me to write a new scientifically accurate version of this poem. All right. You, you go, ready? Yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah, okay. I'm very proud of this. Hey, diddle diddle, the cat and the fiddle, the cow caused a subnuclear boom. The little dog was vaporized along with the oh. town. Now, where is that dish and the spoon? <laughs> I like it. Do you think it'll catch on in kindergarten programs across the country? If it does, I hope they join us this season as we take a deeper read into the physics behind some of the most famous fairy tales. What's really going on with Rapunzel's hair? How much damage could a wolf do if it tried to blow down a house like in The Three Little Pigs? What would happen if a dragon flew around the world in five seconds like in The Paper Bag Princess? Thanks for listening. Please check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Fairytale Science Podcast. And if you want to see the math from this episode, check out fairytalescience.ca. Be sure to bring your appetite for our next episode as we feed our curiosity. How much bread did the little red hen actually make?